Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just kidding. I don't really give a fuck, but <laughs> <laughs> we are recording very late. Yeah, it's it's literally almost midnight our time here. Yeah, um, where we are. <laughs> we, uh, but we wanted to wait until the end of round one to give full update going into round two here. Um, so obviously it won't be midnight when you guys are listening to this, but uh, for us it is quite late, way past Nate's bedtime. That's for. I mean, up at seven thirty, and we're starting the podcast at twenty to midnight. Like that's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't take a mathematician or an accountant to figure out that that's not going to be a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah, luckily because I am not an accountant whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> you said you did pretty well on that that project. Though. I did well on the project, but maybe not the class overall. I mean, I still got a C plus in it. I'm still happy with that. Hey, so considering things. like I, I I struggle with accounting, so I'm very happy with the C plus. I will gladly take that. All I know, yeah. and no offense to my my prof, who may or may not listen to this, to be honest, uh, it, it's it's not that I don't like accounting. Accounting just doesn't like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there's a reason I hire somebody to do my taxes. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> And it's not even me. So. It's not even not even you. Not not yet. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, which which, which way is it? There we go. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. 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 I lo- I'm loving the bucket hat there. Thank you. Uh, my uh, my 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 dear uh, grandmother ordered it, and I was having supper with her uh, tonight, and she was like, "Oh, the the shirt the hat came in," and she was showing it off, and that, and then she's like, "You should borrow it for the show." And I'm like, "I was thinking the exact same thing." <laughs> nice. That's I you love it. I thought you were going to say that you stole it from your grandmother. I was like, no. No. I, I think we got to call someone about that. <laughs> Stealing bucket hats from grandma now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I love how these things turned out, though. Um, I, I kind of want to order one for myself now, to be honest with you. <laughs> if you do, just make it two. You don't even have to ask. Make it two. All <laughs> yeah. right, sounds good. <laughs> if you want to like, get your own... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I don't need it, but like, if you're going through the trouble, like, you might as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, if, if you want to get your own bucket hat, uh, and you know what? It's coming up in summer. You know what goes well with bucket hats? Some muscle shirts, some good old tanks. If you want to get some of those, you can get some TQR branded ones over at tqrshop.myspreadshop.com. I know I'm plugging that so hard lately, but I, I think we got some cool stuff over there. And it's the off season, right? It's time to stock up on some stuff for next year. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm if, gonna, you, if you want to yeah. wear it to any of these round two matchups, then I mean, go for it. But absolutely, uh, I'm going to apologize in advance if you can't tell. My voice is a little raw right now. 
Uh, I refed three games yesterday. Two of them were like U16 midget kind of games. Uh, and then today was a junior one on top of we're recording this like just maybe a half an hour after the Flames Dallas Stars series ended. <laughs> so my voice is very much going. It will be gone for tomorrow for for work for me after we're done this episode. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be gone. It's, it's going to take a yeah. day or two to recover. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll try and take a little bit more of the... Uh... The, the talking i guess for all right today but i mean Sounds i know good. you've got i know you've probably got some opinions so oh yeah <laughs> I, uh, I won't get uh, in your way but yeah come on what, what's a tqr show without a nate thomas opinion right <laughs> yeah or four <laughs> or four that's just uh, gonna blow my voice even more honestly <laughs> yeah uh well before we get into you know the the round one wrap up slash round two preview um just want to throw out that we I mean, the NHL released their schedule like li- literally minutes after the game ended. So um, we went ahead and booked ourselves for all of the watch-alongs for the Battle of Alberta because, as you guys know, I'm an Oilers fan. Nate's a Flames fan. And the we, we were made for this. This is our destiny, oh, yeah. honestly. <laughs> there has not been a Battle of Alberta in the playoffs in over 30 years. Yeah, not even in our lifetime. So- I am so hyped for this. Yeah. We, we weren't even sperm at that point. No, we weren't. Like, not even close. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, like, I, I feel, I don't, I have no idea what, like, the life cycle is for sperm cells, but it's, I, I can I'll, guarantee I'll, that I'll, it, yeah. it's not, like, how old are we? 25? It's 25, not five yeah. years. So. No, probably not. So, yeah. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> we, like, we, we were probably barely even a thought. Actually, 30 years ago, that would have been, <clears throat> 1982 yeah no, 92 no yeah 92 <laughs> yeah 90 jesus fu- oh god okay so <laughs> all right <laughs> I, I think we should just move on just yeah. nine, 30 years ago is 92 jesus christ okay <laughs> yeah so to put that into perspective my parents were 21 the last time that there was a battle of alberta so there's no way i wasn't even a thought not even close (laughs) like my parents would have still been in in school like in university right so like yeah yeah not even not even not a chance (laughs) so it's it's been a long time yeah (laughs) so yeah um but yeah we're doing all of them except for game three because uh nate sucks that's the only reason (laughs) i i I got i had prearranged plans so we'll go we'll go with that (laughs) yeah which which is fair so and it's also the sunday of the long weekend so i mean yeah true yeah kind of a weird timing anyways but we're gonna be doing at least games one two and four um and then hopefully game five six and seven as well yeah the only way i the only way i would be okay with there not being a game five six and seven is if edmonton gets the brooms out oh I don't even want to say the S word. I'm so just going to say if, gets the brooms out. But. If, if, if the flames get the brooms out, that's the only way I'm okay with that. Yeah, right. It's, it's already starting. But. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll obviously we're going to get more into it, but I'm I'm saying six games. There's on, on different yeah. betting sites, and I, I believe DraftKings has it. I haven't checked on there yet. But you can bet on just like it doesn't matter like who wins, who loses, kind of thing. You can mm-hmm. bet on uh, just how many games a series is going to go. I would okay. actually be pretty confident putting some money down on six games. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I think it's going to be six or seven. Like, there's, yeah. 
I would be shocked if it was less than six. Yeah. I, either way, I, I can't see either one of those teams taking the series in like four nothing or four one. I yeah, that that would blow no. my mind. Um, yeah, I can't see yeah. it. But yeah, like you said, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, if you want to tune into those watch-alongs for good chats and um, more content from us, you can do that over on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube channel, THPN. We try and get through all the comments as well. Um, we, yeah. We've met some fans that are just, you know, listeners of the podcast, can't make it to the live stream as well. So it's a so feel free to drop by and say mm-hmm. hi. A, a quack quack goes a long way. Um, and it also yeah. helps us kind of subtly plug our show into those watch-longs and, and get a few more viewers as well that are and listeners that are just looking for more hockey content it's gonna be super yeah it's gonna be super entertaining hey oilers and flames fans if you want to hear some ducks talk (laughs) yeah (laughs) i've got a few people with like the pop culture thing like oh we talk like oh yeah uh, yeah that's what i try to marvel movies and yeah yeah. that's what i try to push too so or just especially in my friend group i'm just like if you just want to hear me just sound like a fucking idiot uh, (laughs) you you, you don't have to just read my tweets you can uh, you can come listen to me (laughs) you you can listen to the tweets too (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, so yeah just wanted to plug that um yeah like i said we've had some uh uh i guess over the the last couple games that i've done it's been since the regular season you've hopped on any but the last couple games um you know we've had uh tons of ducks fans hop in Mm -hmm. already and and just say hi and stick around for a bit and it's always nice to uh to chat with you guys and and also meet some new uh faces and you know find out a little bit about our listeners so it's cool yeah but um yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into a little bit of hockey discussion here. We're actually going to start with a little bit of duck stuff. So, um, yeah, let's jump right into it. Now, I'm just going to preface this by saying this is just Carter calling somebody an an idiot. That's, Essentially, that's yeah. what it is. It's not. It's not even yeah. like it, it, it's kind of news, but it's also just Carter calling somebody out. That's all it is. So yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let him have this segment. I'm just gonna just be quiet for pro- honestly, probably about thirty seconds. Let's be honest here. That's probably something yeah. I want to say. But I'm just gonna leave this to Carter here. So you'll uh, you'll you hear more of me when we're talking about the uh, the the end of the first round and and the start of round two here. So go ahead. Sounds good. Uh, you know what? It's not even so much like calling someone an idiot because I don't really blame them. Like I, I had to do some research too, and I was like, you know what? This is fucking confusing. Oh, like, I, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're not calling them an idiot. You're calling them a fucking idiot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen seconds, by the way. <laughs> For you to jump. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> so someone posted on the Anaheim Ducks subreddit uh, that with the elimination of Boston in the playoffs. Uh, Anaheim will receive the 20th overall pick in the 2022 NHL entry draft. And I read that and I was like, that just doesn't seem right. Like, there's no way we should know already. Because I knew the rules were kind of fucky at first. So, um, and this, uh, the reason I want to call this out is because this post has way too many upvotes for the Anaheim Ducks subreddit. So I'm like, th- there's way too much misinformation going out there. And we're here to educate people. So we're not here for, you know maybe like super insightful deep talk or whatever but like we're we're, we're going to educate some people so i looked up the rules and w- with the draft it's it's obviously the first 16 teams are the teams that don't make the playoffs and everybody kind of knows how that works it's pretty standard um yeah. where it gets confusing right away is point number 6 so let me read it here 
the teams that made the playoffs in the previous season but did not win either their division in the regular season or play in the conference finals, which makes up picks 17 to 24 up to potentially pick 28. So I had to read this a few times just to like make sure I understood it. But basically, once if you're eliminated in rounds one and two and you don't win the division, so you're not Calgary, Colorado, Carolina, and Florida, then if you lose out in round one and two, then it just goes reverse standings order from there. Mm. Um, the third point, the teams that won their divisions in the previous season but did not play in the conference finals. So then we get into Calgary, Colorado, Florida, and who am I missing? Carolina. Carolina. Um, if they don't make it to round three conference finals, then they the highest they can pick is 25 um, and then it goes conference final losers, runner-up in the cup finals, and then Stanley Cup winner for the last one. So the beginning and the end of each round kind of makes sense. It's just the middle that's really confusing. So I did the math, and now th- this was a couple days ago, so my post is kind of useless. But um, as of that time, the highest that that Boston pick would be um, would, be t- would have been 21. Um, so very wrong that could have been 20th overall um but now that we know everybody that got eliminated in the first round we can do a little bit more math and i need a sticky note to keep track of this so oh man we're pulling out the sticky notes here people yeah so we go reverse standings order um for the league um so the uh the 16th place team or the 17th worst was nashville so they get the 17th pick because they obviously lost a long time ago um Dallas just lost tonight, so they'll end up with 18. 19 will go to L.A. 20 will go to Washington. Um, Pittsburgh is out as well. Um, So they will get 21. And now, okay, now is where things will get interesting because Edmonton would be 22nd if they lost out in round two. Because they didn't win the division, and they wouldn't make the cup fine or the conference finals if they lost to Calgary. So then okay. they would get twenty two because they finished just behind Boston. If Edmonton does make it to the conference finals, so if they beat Calgary, um, they will get um, either pick. Uh, fuck, where is the rules here? Uh, twenty nine or thirty if they lose in the conference finals. Thirty one if they lose the cup finals, and thirty two if they win the cup. Um, so, um, and, and then in that case, Boston would move up to be that 22nd pick. Um, so right now, um, with Pittsburgh and Dallas losing today, um, pick 22 is the best that Boston one can be, and then pick 23 is kind of the worst-case scenario. So either, like, it, the, the difference between those two picks is pretty negligible, in in my opinion. It, I mean, feel free to jump in at any time here, Nate. But like, when, once you get into the later first round, I, I don't think there's much difference between the players. Like, it, it, sorry, let me clarify. There's not much difference between the likelihood of getting a good player. Would Would you agree with that? Or, uh, I feel like it honestly just it, it honestly depends on the the draft. Honestly, like what's available because we yeah. have seen drafts where you know there's like one or two promising and then the rest is just 
kind of meh. Um, you take a look at something like 2003 where, I mean, you were literally picking up gold mines in like the fourth, fifth rounds. Right. So I, I, I think it really all just kind of depends on, on the draft. It, it, it varies year to year. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the difference between like the first overall pick and the second overall pick is pretty massive. Oh, Gen- gotcha. okay. Yeah. Generally, but the difference between like, what is it? Yeah, pick 22 and 23 is less massive. Gotcha. I, I don't know. That's, that's just in my opinion. Like, it, it I guess, kind of depends on, like, who you want to draft. Like, because, mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, teams will, like, want to move up in the draft to, like, get certain players, like, specific players, right? So if there's a specific yeah. player that Anaheim thinks will be useful to the team in the next two to four years... That they think somebody else might be looking at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And say like that Pittsburgh might be looking at in that 21st spot or um, if it ends up being Edmonton gets 22 and Boston is 23. If Edmonton is looking at that specific player, then it's like, okay, that's significant, right? But um, if you're just kind of doing best player available, then it doesn't really matter too much. So so anyways, that's uh, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up that if anybody saw that that post, because I'm I'm guilty of this as well, just seeing a headline on Reddit and upvoting it and being like, perfect, I am now like just a, t- a tiny bit smarter than I was like yeah. 30 seconds ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted to yeah clarify, clarify that, that. Um, because I, I've seen other posts on the Ducks subreddit since then of people like asking questions about the draft and people are like, oh yeah, Anaheim's picking 10th and 20th, and it's it's not this original poster, and I'm like. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> this, this isn't true. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to clear that up. If anybody happened to see it and also listens to this podcast, then now you've learned something today. Now and you, you can know. stop listening if you want. Show's done. Yeah. That's it. This is where you All need right. that. Like, this is where you need that shooting star. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't have a, like a twinkly sound effect on the keyboard. So, yeah. I don't know. I can go grab my keys and like jingle it in front of the microphone, but that's closest I got. I mean, like I got a thing of markers here. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> no, here, wait, wait. Actually, I got some. I got some screws here. No, it's still the two plastic. Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. We tried. We tried. The we used up all the budget for season three already. So yeah, exactly. Is, I, I got. We're stealing bucket hats from grandma and shaking markers <laughs> to do sound effects. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I got a thing of gum here. I don't, no, no. Sounds like a maraca. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could like gargle Gatorade. <laughs> is, this, is this just going to become an ASMR podcast? Pretty much. Off-season? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like we should do an episode that's just ASMR, though. <laughs> yeah, that would, uh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> it definitely I've, would be. Yeah. Have, have you ever listened to ASM- ASMR? I've done a little bit. There was a, oh, who was it? Was it Ben Bishop that did like a hockey ASMR at one point? Um, I forget. It was some goalie, but he's doing like, uh, like unrolling hockey tape and like mm. scratching the side of a puck and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't normally listen to ASMR, but gotcha. Um, it my, it is interesting though for sure. So, yeah, my only experience with it was someone did a research project in one of the classes we 
have to take. Um, oh yeah, and they did it like an ASMR audio mm-hmm. project. So, um, I, I mean, it was pretty cool, like to like see the the production of it and like a little bit of research behind it. But like, I'm I'm not going to go out of my way to like watch somebody like go like this across two microphones and like they're whispering yeah. in my ear and like play with hairbrushes and stuff like that. It's, yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's too, hey, too close to things. <laughs> and I'm Ducks at the 10th overall pick in the 2022 NHL draft. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> I guess we kind of started the podcast like with A ASMR little bit. too. Yeah, I guess, I, uh, yeah, you did. My, my, my very lame bit was like whispering into the microphone, so... Carter's so much of a hipster, he doesn't even realize how much of a hipster he is. <laughs> is that the trend? No, I'm just following it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <clears throat> let's let's get into the Stanley Cup playoff discussion before this really goes off the rails, I think. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding, I'm done now. I'm done now. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I guess... We, the only round we've like really talked about and summarized is the Colorado Nashville, um, series. Everything yeah, else Nashville, is gone. brand new, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. So, um, yeah, which is wild. We've had a, we had a good stretch of like awesome hockey games here. So, yeah. Uh, uh, do we want to start east or west? Um, I, I was just gonna go bottom to top, left to right with the picture you have in okay. here. So, um. So yeah, uh, obviously we'll f- skip over like the Colorado series, but we'll go to St. Louis, Minnesota. Um, I did. I definitely didn't think St. Louis was going to take that one in six. I thought it was going to be a seven-game series. Um, in, in the TQR bracket that I made, or the bracket I made for the TQR bracket challenge, um, mm-hmm. I had St. Louis moving on, but the other ones I've I've done, I had Minnesota. Um, so I was actually, you know, kind of shocked that St. Louis pulled this one out. Yeah, I had uh, I I believe I had St. Louis for this as well. I'm just pulling up uh, my bracket, but like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was wanting uh, Minnesota to win personally. I was kind of laughing because I was flurry, saying yeah. I was say, I was saying how my uh, you know my flurry jersey was coming in, and sure enough, the day that it came in was the day that St. Louis won Game Six. <laughs> yeah, and then flurry and didn't so, even play, <laughs> and so so I was getting like kind of like just softly wrote uh like slow cooked i guess not not roasted just slow cooked yeah. on twitter <laughs> um, of like oh bad timing and i'm just like yeah but i i, I kind of yeah. figured it might happen um yeah it, it would have uh, been worse if flurry yeah. played that game but because he didn't it's like i think that's why you got slow cooker roasted otherwise yeah, you would have got bit. like absolutely barbecued yeah exactly <laughs> um now that like that being said though and i think i've said that like said this on the show i honestly was surprised like yes he was playing really well but how does Minnesota not start Cam Talbot in game one, let alone game two, with how he would he was playing, right? The guy went 13-0-2 since the start of March, right? Like in his last 15 games, was undefeated in regulation. And you don't start him yeah. in your playoff series. That's the guy who's the guy who's like been your guy for the entire season until you brought in Marc Andre Fleury, which yeah. I get. You know, Marc Andre Fleury was <clears throat> excuse me, like this was the this was his 16th consecutive uh, playoff appearance. That's incredible. I get mm-hmm. that. 
but like I was honestly kind of surprised. I'm like, okay, like what what's going on here? I I honestly feel like Minnesota's coaching staff is the one who screwed up oh, this series for them I think with, so. with some yeah. of their decisions. My lights just went completely out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It looks uh your as your camera was adjusting, it looked like they changed to like a piss yellow. <laughs> yeah, they're straight up dead. Wild. RIP. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have like the um, uh, what's it what's it called on like the the bugle. I want to say the Daily Bugle, but I know that's the Spider-Man newspaper. <laughs> the last post that they play. That's, that's oh, the last yeah. post. I don't have oh the last God. post. This is all I have. It's the closest thing. Oh, that that works well. Yeah. Oh my God! Though you said the last post, and I just I'm remembering that video. Of, <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we we had a pet fish in what I think second or third it was year. Second year, yeah. Second year. And the fish died. And during like we were flushing it down the toilet and our buddy started playing the last post. <laughs> I, I saw the video somewhere I'll have to find it. I just I yeah. went I straight straight up had flashbacks of that. <laughs> uh but I don't even know what to do now. This this feels awkward. It it looks weird, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, people who are watching the video. I, I've let you down. <laughs> do, you, do you have like a you had a bag of markers? Do you have like a purple marker you can just color your over your camera? Yeah, just with? color, color <laughs> over it. <laughs> Where's the purple highlighter? Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, but um, dude, I did not want to have to spend money on a but. Actually, no. First of, like, okay, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on new LED strip lights. I don't want to have to get up there though. And- take these down to put new ones up yeah that's that's the biggest pain in the ass that's gonna suck so bad i can't stand on this desk oh yeah (laughs) oh man okay Uh, but but yeah you're right like that that was a big slap in the dick to cam talbot like like you said yeah 16 consecutive playoff appearances for flurry is amazing so like why wouldn't you start in game one i don't fault them for that but like it's not like you have a rookie goaltender who played like 30 games in his whole career and all of them were this year like talbot's been to the postseason before he's shown that he can be stellar oh the guy's a performer absolutely and he was a performer this season right like Mm -hmm. like if you know he like cam talbot is a professional a hundred percent right yeah but you know inside he's like you fucked me over. Yeah. At least I would feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. if, but yeah, if Flurry resigns in Minnesota, do you think Talbot asks for a trade? I'm kind of wondering because his wife did put out uh, a tweet on her social media of just like, like Cam, we're proud of you, and like we'll follow you anywhere, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh, maybe it's already kind of starting, kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I think. I'll double check this, but I believe Cam Talbot has one more year left on his contract with Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that I don't know. But uh yes, yeah, he has one more year at three point six million. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I as much as it I would love for him to come back to Edmonton, I could actually really see a good fit in Calgary backing up Jacob Markstrom. Like, I know you guys have Ladar, but, like, that, I I don't know if, like, if Markstrom goes down, I think Talbot would be a better um, replacement than Ladar. 
See, and I went down the train of... Uh, there's been a lot of speculation about John Gibson and Anaheim. Is that maybe a short-term fix, right? Stolarz mm-hmm. Talbot tandem. Then the next year you bring in Dostal. Yeah. Just an idea. Just an idea. That's I, true too. Yeah. It, it's not based on anything. It's purely just out of my own brain. So Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's that's a good choice, actually. I didn't even, <laughs> considering we're a Ducks podcast, it like didn't even cross my mind. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, now that sets up a Colorado St. Louis uh, second round. Um, it, at least in my bracket, I have actually I think in all the brackets I did, I have Colorado taking um, round two. It's 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 so hard to count them out. Yeah, I have Colorado taking out. Uh, yeah, they're, they're taking round two as well. So. Mm. Or actually, oh no, sorry. In this, I had it as Colorado, Minnesota for the TQR one, and I had Minnesota winning actually. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, for the TQR, I had Colorado, St. Louis, and I have Colorado over them. So, mm-hmm. um, it's like in my mind, this seems like a no-brainer. But then, from the games I watched of Minnesota, St. Louis, I was like, oh, holy shit! Like St. Louis is actually like a really solid playoff team. Like they play really well defensively they have a hot goalie and they have like just enough offense to you know actually score goals and survive mm-hmm. in the playoffs so like but i don't know i just like colorado just fucking tears through everybody's defense it doesn't matter who you yeah. are so like i i could easily like i i don't think st louis has a good enough defense to stop the like literal bulldozer of colorado's offense yeah i don't i don't think so either but we'll we'll have to see this is where I wish we still had the one to eight seating rather than like the wild card division kind of thing, right? Because like mm-hmm. I don't feel for Colorado, but at the same time, it doesn't feel fair to me that it's like, yeah, you know, you you swept the first round where like yes, you played a lesser opponent, but now you have to play St. Louis. Right? Yeah. Like it it should be I guess at this point it's if what, it, if one was, one and if two were, in the Pacific Division and one and three for the Central, if I'm yeah, remembering I, that correctly. Yeah. Out of those four teams though, Edmonton would be the fourth seed out of those. Yeah. Ones. So so yeah. It, it it would assuming that the same teams moved on. Um and I, I don't know what like the matchups would even be, so I don't even know if it would be possible. But mm-hmm. if these were the four teams, it would be Colorado, Edmonton, and then Calgary, St. Louis. And yeah, and I and I think that's honestly how it should be, in my opinion. I like the yeah. the one to eight just makes more sense in general, yeah. and it's more. It, it makes the work that you did throughout the eighty two game regular season even more worth it, yeah. right? So because it's like okay, we're we're guaranteed to have a less like. If you're if you're first in the in the case of Colorado, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed to have the lesser team, right? Because you worked mm-hmm. to get to that point, right? It's a reward yeah. for for getting there. So yeah. Whereas this way, once you hit round two, like it, it could. I mean, really, these are these are kind of two one two matchups. Like, yes, St. Yeah. Louis was technically third in their division, but like, weren't weren't they like only a point behind Minnesota? It was close. Two points. It was like, close. And, and the. They're they're the second. Uh, actually, did St. Louis have a better season than Calgary? That I don't know. 
No, they didn't. It went Colorado, Minnesota, Calgary, and it was Minnesota over Calgary after that last game between the two okay. of them in the last week of the year. And my LED lights just came back on. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I might have to just replace them anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, and I mean, the one credit I will give to the um, the current playoff matchup is the amount of game sevens. And like the, how close all the matchups are. Like this is yeah, a fun but, first round. Like usually in the first round, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'll watch like the team that I've kind of picked to win, and I'll like I'll throw them on and win. Or if there's like a Canadian yeah. team that's not Calgary, um, then I'll like you know follow that series. But I was like actually invested in um, all actually all these series except for Colorado mm-hmm. and Nashville because I knew how that one was going to go. But like, yeah, I think I watched at least a game of all of these series. Um, most of them prob- probably two. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it made for really exciting first round hockey. And then <laughs> here we go with round two. Yeah. Like, these are also exciting matchups. So that's the one credit I will give to it. Uh, but you're right. It does it, in a, it doesn't penalize like the top teams, but it, it doesn't reward them either. Yeah. See, and like and I'll okay, so I'll take a I'll take a series from each side. Right? Like it it's it definitely has its advantages, right? Like, like you said, we had we had five game sevens out of eight series. That's impressive. Yeah. But out of Minnesota St. Louis, one of those teams had to go already. That yeah. sucked. And from the East, I'm honestly going to go with Tampa Bay, Toronto. One of those teams mm-hmm. had to go. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, like the like the playoffs, I feel like would have been better. Um. If you know those two series are in the second round compared to the first, so you get a bit more mm-hmm. entertainment out of it, I think. So, but I mean, that's that's just me. So, yeah, no, that's it's totally fair as well. I think so. Um, yeah, let's move on, I guess, to the Pacific Division. So, um, uh, we'll start with, I guess, Calgary Dallas. Um, I'm looking at my bracket now, so we're kind of following that one. I don't yeah. know if it's the same as the picture you had, but Calgary Dallas. Calgary takes this one in seven. Um game seven overtime win for them just uh an hour ago, really. Um as as an Oilers fan, I I, I can't cheer for Calgary. I literally can't, but I also didn't want my team to face Ottinger. Yeah, like I had kind of been following yeah. the whole series, and like I was like, okay, like he's pretty good, but like I actually sat down and watched this game, not just like have it on in the background. And there was like, what did what did he have? He had like sixty saves, didn't he? Tonight? It was something Under? ridiculous, or, or pretty like damn that. close. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> you say what you want about the rest of Dallas. Like, if if Dallas won the cup this year, Ottinger would would a hundred percent have been the Conn Smythe winner. They probably would have stripped. um the heart from whoever wins that they probably would have stripped <laughs> the um uh the the rocket richard from matthews they probably would have stripped the ted Lindsay from whoever wins that they would have stripped the jack adams from whoever wins that and just given it to like he would have gotten literally all the awards it's like this series was only close because of him it, yeah jake Otten, you're so, making 64 saves in Jesus. game seven that's insane. The so, uh the the Flames by the way set a franchise record for shots in a playoff period. <laughs> uh 26 in the second period, shattering the previous record from 1988 of 22 wow. when they faced LA. 
that's that's crazy. Um, but and remember, a, like the eighties were everything fucking happened. Wayne Gretzky yeah. was shooting so many pucks and scoring on the ice, right? Like like the puck being flat on the ice. There's it, there's no raising or anything like that. Like yeah. the eighties were literally like anything went, whether it was penalties, goals, like whatever. Yeah. Um, as a Flames fan watching this series, um, how nervous were you? Let's put it this way. My resting heart rate is normally actually like around a 60, like decent enough. Yeah. Uh, it it jumped in the third period, I think, to around 90. And in overtime, it was hitting 100. Oh, Just yeah. sitting there watching this game. Yeah. <laughs> and, and throughout the series, it was so much back and forth. Like, Because there was definitely games where Calgary should have been doing a couple things a lot better. And we were talking about game two with uh you know like just trying to generate traffic in front because they were getting back to the, the back of the blue line and whatnot as a flames fan i'm still i i i trust him enough right but there's certain things that daryl sutter will do with his lines similar to dallas eakins where i'm just like why are we doing this like this doesn't feel like the correct move um there was one that i was definitely proven wrong on and that was when it was okay well the issue is scoring why are we going to 11 forwards and seven defensemen flames won two straight games using that method so it kind of worked out for them mm-hmm. but uh the like the rolling of the line still in like the last five minutes say for game six right you're down a goal and you're throwing out a line of uh like lewis uh richie and it was Brett Ritchie, not even Rick, Nick Ritchie, and uh, Milan Lucic, which like a few years ago, don't get me wrong, that line probably would have been pretty decent, but this is 2022. Those that That is your fourth line. That is your grinder line, yeah. um, along with throwing out a back end of Nikita Zadorov and Erica Branson. None of those names exactly spell out offense whatsoever. And like you're down by one. Why are you throwing those guys out, right? Like that's where you should probably be shortening your bench. Mm-hmm. Then again, though, I'm not a Stanley Cup or two-time Stanley Cup winning coach uh, with the LA Kings, who is back in Calgary to uh, uh, settle some unfinished business, as he as he said in his uh, his first presser of being rehired by Calgary. Um, so, what the fuck do I know? But yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it definitely made it um, it made it nerve wracking for sure. So, especially because this team has let down its fans quite a few times. This is the first time that Calgary will advance to the second round since 2015. Uh, for pre- for uh, perspective for you and I, Carter, uh, we were in grade 12 at that time, just finishing mm-hmm. up. And I went to game three in Calgary against Vancouver there where uh, the, the top line was uh, Johnny Gaudreau. Okay, that hasn't changed. Uh, Sean Monahan. That, that's changed a little bit. And uh, Michael Furland as oh, a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> j- just to put that in perspective, and like Yuri yeah. Hoodler was one of the top scorers, and uh, the, go- the goaltending tandem for the Calgary Flames was uh, Kari Ramo and a f- name that many Anaheim Ducks fans would be very familiar with in Jonas Hiller. So mm-hmm. it was definitely a completely different time. Like, it was, yeah, seven years ago. So, um, yeah, Flames fans, I can say, are definitely very excited uh part of the reason why my voice is going so yeah <laughs> yeah totally fair um yeah I, before- I at least i at least gave my landlord heads up uh today oh, yeah. we were like my girlfriend and i were talking outside with her and 
uh, we were like just about to head off and I turned and I was like, oh, by the way, if you hear a bunch of yelling and screaming in that tonight, uh, I, I promise it's not domestic abuse or us in a fight or anything like that. Uh, it's just me yelling at my TV because <laughs> yeah. it's game seven. So <laughs> she's like, yeah. ah, yep. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone, everyone understands now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we get into more Calgary talk, but in round two perspective, um, I want to talk about my Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. And the LA Kings also in seven. Um, I just want to say that I got this series exactly right. I had Edmonton winning in seven in the in oh, the nice. TQR bracket. So yeah, um, actually, with both of these, I had Calgary in six and Edmonton in six, and I had the mm. team just not in six, obviously. So yeah, I, I had close. Calgary in six as well. So oh yeah, um, so yeah, um, I mean, hell of a showing by Connor McDavid in Game Six and Seven. Oh yeah, holy, holy shit! Like. Um, uh, guy came out to play. Yeah, sing the uh, guy that there was the commenter. Uh, oh, Hunter, yeah, Hunter Ryan, Hunter Ryan saying, "Yep, yeah. yeah." Like it, he said, how did he put it? He said the Connor McDavid experience. It really seven. though, it, like, it honestly is. Like I, I haven't seen it in the playoffs yet in person, but I've seen mm-hmm. it a couple times now in the regular season. It honestly is yeah. the Connor McDavid experience. I, I have yeah. no issue with that. With like that saying or whatnot like yeah. it 100 percent is you just go to any mm-hmm. Oilers game that mcdavid's playing you're gonna experience that yeah so. yeah exactly and honestly remove the situation of like these are two elimination games in round one and if you lose like who knows what this team is gonna look like yeah um you, you remove like the whole situation just how he played like it, i haven't even seen that before like the dude was already in sixth gear and found another one. Fucking somehow. somehow like somehow, yeah. It, it was just absolutely insane to watch him go. Like and, and if not for Jonathan Quick, the dude probably would have put up like ten points in game seven. Like, if not for Jonathan Quick, this game this series could have been done in five, probably. Four, honestly. Like well, yeah. no, they're, they're, I'll, I'll give the Kings one game that they they played that yeah. wasn't just Jonathan Quick. Like it was um it was really good. And I mean also, to just to tie this back into the Ducks a little bit, like look out for LA in a few years. Oh, like, yeah that that team plays with structure. Like mm-hmm. all, like all all NHL teams have a structure that they follow. But like the LA Kings, Todd McClellan says what's going to happen, and then the LA Kings say yes, sir, and they execute it to a fucking T. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's the LA, insane. yeah, the LA Kings and Tom McClellan especially. Like Tom McClellan will take a team and, uh, you know, tell them to jump, and the team will say how high, a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't doesn't matter what roster he has. So, which is, uh, um, yeah, I mean, if you have Todd McClellan as your head coach, you're probably going to do all right. So, yeah. So, game plan for next season for the Ducks: make sure that when we play them. We have to injure as many key guys as possible. I'm not normally one to advocate for key injuries, but we need to make this LA Kings team do as badly as possible. Starting so with Dallas Eakins. Oh, wait, sorry, my bad. No. Uh. <laughs> no, the Kings need to do as badly as possible so they fire Todd McClellan, we don't renew Dallas Eakins' contract, and we hire Todd McClellan. Yeah. And then we ascend to the, the Stanley Cup final. He's, he'll, he'll have coached wearing, every... Wearing the mighty duck. Yeah, that's... That's perfection right there. Yeah. Um, actually, if he coaches the Ducks, he'll have coached every team in California. 
Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, because he, he goes to San Jose as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that's crazy. And that would be that'd be four four of eight Pacific Division teams. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be impressive, honestly. <laughs> yeah. They were talking on a 32 Thoughts podcast that when that like the the previous teams you've coached, if it was in your division, um, that's actually like they actually give preference to that because like really each hmm. division kind of has its own play style or like oh, at, at least yeah. or at least you have a, like a good understanding of the teams like say you say you coached pittsburgh for mm. five years like yeah you'll know the ins and outs of pittsburgh but like they'll bring in a new coach and things will change but you'll know the inner workings of new york of carolina of um all the other teams in the Metro that I yeah. don't know offhand. Like, the, like you just know how those teams play. So, like, mm-hmm. if you go to, I think Boston's a Metro team as well, right? Uh, no, Atlantic. So they're Atlantic? Okay. <laughs> they, were, I, they were the wild card in the Metro. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But um, now, you're, now you're testing me on my Eastern divisions. Yeah, I literally don't know. I can tell you the teams in the East, but I don't know which division <laughs> is which. Uh, and because it's so fucky, because Florida and Canada are in the same division, but then everything in between is like a separate <laughs> right. division. So it's frick, it's so weird. But I search, I search Boston Bruins division on Google, and it gives me the East division. I'm uh, assuming that it hasn't been updated since the uh, COVID season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But you know, either, either way, like if if you coach, yeah, sorry, yes, and, Boston is in the Atlantic. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, they're in the Atlantic. Okay, so yeah, you coach, you coached Pittsburgh. You get fired. Um, uh, the Rangers might bring you in because not only do you know Pittsburgh, but you also know Carolina, another yeah. Metro team. So, um, so it kind of makes sense that Todd McClellan's just bounced around the Pacific Division because, like, yeah, even though he, um, like, so like he was probably hired in L.A. because it's like, okay, yeah, you you kind of know how to coach Edmonton, but like you've also seen Calgary five times. You've seen Vancouver five times. You've mm-hmm. seen the ducks four or five times, like every season. Right. So yeah, it, it makes sense because of those rivalries, but mm. um, anyways, got a little bit off topic there somehow. Um, not, well, I mean, I'm not surprised, but, um, yeah. but yeah, we, we get to see a battle of Alberta in round two. That as fun. We alluded to off the top. It's going to be a blast. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a very even matchup because, uh, I mean, both of these, both of our teams played strong, defensive and structured teams and teams that had a hot goalie uh, in the first round, and both of those series went to seven games. So, like, it, just looking at you know the last seven games that these teams have played, it's been pretty. Like you can draw a lot of similarities, so I think these teams are on a pretty even playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, one and two in the Pacific Division as well. Um, personally, the only thing that scares me is since bringing in Woodcroft, we haven't beat the Flames, and I mm-hmm. think we've played you guys twice. Um, and I know regular season's a different beast, but that gives me a little cause for concern, just personally. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think it's going to be a very exciting series. Um, you said six games. I think seven games. Mm-hmm. I I just can't see, say, say Edmonton goes down um, 3-2 in the series at one point. I just can't see Connor McDavid letting the team lose at home for game six. 
Like there's there's no way. Like yeah. So, so for, for that reason, I think it's going to be Game Seven, and then of, of course it's anybody's choice. But um, mm. so yeah, and I don't know. What, what do you have to say about this series? Because obviously we both have a lot of thoughts and opinions. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, we're definitely going to be in for uh, for for a long road here, uh, for sure. Almost taking the the two weeks, I think. Um, I was kind of like thinking about like the structure of the two teams and that sort of thing. Uh, really quickly as well, actually, before even that, um, for the Oilers Kings uh, series, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Jay Woodcroft, right? Yeah, is his first name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually just going to shout him out quick for uh, starting off his press conference after beating LA by shouting out Dustin Brown to start mm-hmm. and congratulating him on his career. Uh, because yeah, that was Dustin Brown's last game. So, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, another legend from uh, he was the 2003 draft, I believe, as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, he was another, another 2003 down. So mm-hmm. there's only a, there's only a few remaining. Um, I was kind of thinking about like the structure of these two teams. Obviously, I I feel like Edmonton has the upfront offense for sure. Yeah. I feel like Calgary at the same time is a little bit more depth to their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, like, okay, and I'm going to preface this, I guess, already by again, you know, I can be not biased. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can look at this all objectively, so I am trying my best to look at this objectively. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Calgary is a little hurt right now on defense. If uh, Chris Tanev is able to come back, that definitely shores up their defense, and that looks mm-hmm. a lot stronger to me than Edmonton's. Oh, yeah. um, goaltending is going to be the thing because with Jacob Markstrom, I feel like you know what you're getting, right? And that's solid goaltending. The guy put up nine shutouts this year, right? The guy, had, yeah. I think it was, what, 35, 36 see, uh, wins on the season. Like, mm-hmm. you know you're getting a quality goaltender out of him. Yeah. Mike Smith. And, we, I, sorry, I just want to jump yeah. in there as, as well. Like, even though he was the second best goalie in that series, like any other matchup, if Calgary played yeah. any other team in the playoffs, he's the best goaltender in that series. Like, yeah. he was phenomenal, but Jake Ottinger was like literally fucking he was way up here. So. Ridiculous. Um, we we so, yeah. kind of saw. Markstrom had a good series, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, for Mike Smith, though, and like we saw it in the the Kings and Oilers series, it varies honestly from night to night. You don't know what you're gonna get. Mm. So which I don't know if that's that I, I feel like that should terrify Oilers fans. He, he definitely was a bit he was like he he had more better games than he did not great ones, right? Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like you just don't know what you're going to get from Mike Smith sometimes. Yeah. So as, as, it, it's just questionable. It's it's not even like, oh, yeah, this is going to be better. It's okay if Mike Smith is playing like on his God level kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be like Ottinger and Markstrom, right? It's going to be yeah. pretty even. It's going to be a good goalie battle. Now, if Mike Smith just decides uh, one night, yeah, this isn't it, right? It's going to be very lopsided, I feel like. So, yeah. The, the one thing I will say to that, though, is um, in April, so the end of the regular season, Mike Smith was 9-0 in, mm. in all of April. Yeah. Um, in this series, he... Uh, I'd say that his worst game was uh, game four. I think the, the 4 nothing loss. I think it was game 
four. Okay. Yeah. Yes, because it was after the eight eight two win. So yes, game four, four nothing loss. I think was his worst game, but it was the team's worst game as well. I. It's it's difficult for me to place any of the blame on him for those ones. Um, yeah. And then he had two shutouts this series mm-hmm. as well. One of them them being in game seven, and he's forty years old. Um, I'd say. Yeah, I'd honestly say Mike Smith was our second best player in this series, seconded mm. only by Connor McDavid. Um, so, and, and I mean, to, you you saw it in Calgary as well. I think that was twenty nineteen against Colorado that you guys had Mike Smith. Yeah, right? correct. From what I remember of that, and please correct me if I'm wrong and if you feel differently, but from what I saw of that series, Mike Smith was the only guy. If, if well, one of, but if not the only guy to show up in that series. Oh, after game one, which after Calgary won, a hundred percent. Yes, you are correct. the The rest yeah. of the Calgary Flames that year just kind of retreated, unfortunately. So yeah, so, um, so playoff yeah. Mike Smith is totally different from the streaky Mike Smith you get for the regular season, and that we've seen for the last basically ten years, save this year and the year that he was in um, Calgary. Mm-hmm. And then, did he, I can't remember if he played last season with Edmonton in the playoffs. I, 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 honest, I honestly don't remember if it was him or Cross. Uh, I feel like it was Smith. But Winnipeg, yeah, Smith. It was him? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we, like, you haven't really seen a ton of him. Like, not, not you, but like, Everybody in general, kind of playoff Mike Smith. So, yeah, I I think I I have full faith in him. Even if he comes out and just like shits the bed in game one, I would still start him game two Mm. because he's, (laughs) I I feel so cheesy saying this, but he's a battler. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you're, you're not wrong on that. So, yeah, yeah, and don't get me wrong. It's not me doubting Mike Smith or that kind of thing, right? Just like I said, if he wants to be on it, he will be on it, and it's going to be yeah. a great battle. If he decides that he's not going to be, though, uh, mm-hmm. get your gloves and mask on, Koskinen. So, yeah, uh, um, yeah, you're, you're Mike, right, Mike's though, in right. terms of. Um, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was oh, going to change uh, topics. Yeah, I was going to say Mike Smith in uh, the seven games against the LA Kings, a 9.38 save percentage, 2.29 goals against in 419 minutes, and I'm also just pulling up. If I can, uh, his expected goals against because you know I like to look at that number. Yeah, it, it's definitely not Ottinger and Markstrom level, but I, I know it's been decent enough. I mean, oh, gee, uh, actually, no, it's even more so. Uh, oh, is it really? Which those three round out the top three? Oh, actually, okay. Uh, goal save above expected at third spot is Jacob Markstrom with a four point one, Jake Ottinger with a seven point three. Mike Smith with a 10.4. With a 10.4? 10.4 goal save above expected. Jesus. Mike Smith was the 10.4 or Jake Ottinger? Mike Smith. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. Okay. Yeah. Because last I saw it was Jake Ottinger had like the 10.4. Yeah. I think that was yeah. after game like, four or five roughly mm-hmm. for um for round one. But, yeah, Mike was, Smith. Yeah, so that's crazy. Uh, m- mind you, though, he has played one more game, but he also let in, uh, if you're comparing for this upcoming round two, uh, mm-hmm. seven more goals than Jacob Markstrom did. So did you guys played Vladar for a game? Uh, oh, wait. 
Oh, I, it's probably just it, not updated from. Yeah, it's not okay. updated yet. Okay, so gotcha. this is technically I just read off not relevant information, but yeah. at least the, Mike the Smith most relevant is, is re- anyways. Yeah, Mike Smith is relevant though because it does have seven games there at ten point four, which is still ridiculous. Sorry, um, can I can I get that again? Did you say Mike Smith is relevant? That, that's all I want. <laughs> Mike's no, the stat relevant. the stat is relevant because <laughs> okay. it, because it actually has seven games played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, my my last question. Oh, actually, sorry, I was going to bounce off what you were saying about the offense for Calgary earlier. I, I will say you're right; they are deeper offensively. Um, and I, I think if Edmonton is going to win this series, they kind of have to play like Dallas. They have to play like the okay, let's get ahead by a goal or two, and. Like in the regular season, they're like, okay, let's just like run up the score as much as we can. Like best defense is a good offense. But Mm -hmm. against LA, they kind of had to be like, okay, let's score a goal or two, get ahead. And then honestly, just kind of play keep away. Like, yeah, that, that kind of defense, like just lock down, don't give up any chances, just be safe. Um, kind of thing. And I think that that is how they have to play against Calgary as well, because what was the score in? The last meeting between these teams, it was like nine five or something like that. Uh, yeah, I believe that was the nine five game. So, like, You're right. that <laughs> you, you can't give up nine goals. <laughs> yeah, no. like, you, you just can't. <laughs> no. I, I mean, even five is a lot. I, I would yeah, say, um, 100%. in defense of my team, but yeah, you, you just can't give up nine goals. So, like, you have to be better defensively. And credit to, uh. I was going to say Josh Manson, but that's the Ducks player. Something Manson, <laughs> the the assistant, like defensive assistant coach that came with Jay Woodcroft. Mm-hmm. He has made the Oilers' defense play better than the sum of its parts. So, like, you look on paper at Calgary and Edmonton, yeah, the defense is night and day different. Like, I would, on paper, I would take the Calgary defense. Hold on, I got to throw up for a sec. <laughs> I would, t- I'm just saying. You got to what now? <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I was going to say something nice about Calgary. Um, oh, okay. I, was, <laughs> I thought you meant like you were actually going to throw no, up because no, no. of something. I was like, dude, no, what'd you eat? <laughs> I, on, on paper, I would take the Calgary defense 100%. But like I said, the Edmonton defense is like greater than the sum of its parts. Like it's playing lights out yeah. right now. So, um, So, yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. That's just what I wanted to say. It there. was um, just because I I genuinely can't remember. Was it game four or game five that Darnell Nurse had the headbutt that got him a two game suspension? It was game five, and it was a one game suspension. So he just missed oh game yeah six. right okay okay oh yeah right because game because one game in the playoffs is the equivalent to two to three in the regular season. Okay, we're good. yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. Honestly, the last few days have been yeah everything is everything is mixed yeah. up. So yeah, yeah, that's fair, but. Uh, yeah. Do we? Uh, I don't know. Do we want to take a quick break uh, with our I, friends I have, from? I yeah. have one final question for yeah. you, actually. Okay. Um, because home ice advantage is such a big thing in the playoffs. Um, obviously Calgary has home ice advantage in this series, but because these teams are so close, and even in the regular season, it's like fifty-fifty in terms of the fans in both arenas. Do you think mm-hmm. home ice even matters? Because I like. Yeah, they'll play the horn in Calgary when Calgary scores and vice versa in Edmonton, but the crowd is going to be pretty much the same volume, I think, after mm-hmm. after each goal, no matter where you are, like whether you're in Calgary or Edmonton. I think, honestly, I think the only benefit for home ice advantage in this series is you get the last change so you can do the line matchups. I feel like it still will, at least like the in uh, in arena atmosphere, will definitely still have like a slight 
advantage for both teams. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like though that the advantage is going to be away from the rink actually, right? It's you're able to be at home and do your routine that way, right? You're not on yeah. the on the road or that sort of thing as much for Calgary. So mm-hmm. um I, I feel like it might be in a like like an at home thing. Uh that would be the reason. So Yeah. Do do you think that the teams are going to stay in in like the city? Um so, so like, say for game one and two, do you think Edmonton is going to stay in Calgary for game one and two? Or do you think they drive down, drive back the next, or like that night, practice at their home arena on their day off, and then travel again to Calgary for game two? Because it's, it's what, two and a half hours? Yeah, two and a half, three hours. Um, I understand that they're multi-million dollar companies, but have you seen gas prices lately? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I guess they would probably fly because like, I'm sorry, if you run an NHL team, you're not driving on any highway, let alone the QE2, which is literally a death trap (laughs) for for anybody. So, like, (laughs) no, I I, I don't, uh, to to actually be serious about it, though, no, I don't think they would be doing that. You don't think they would fly home? No, I think they're they're staying in town or that. It's the, the travel, even for like, what would that be, like a half hour flight, even? um yeah probably although just like it's it is kind of and like anybody who like you know does a lot of travel for work or that kind of thing understands that like even just the travel alone uh can be tiring and whatnot so i think you just try to minimize or mitigate that as much as possible for either team that's fair yeah okay so yeah you're right there will be the benefit that way excuse me i guess so yeah i i I didn't even think about that honestly like the whole being at home thing mm-hmm. oh jesus i got the hiccups now so yeah i think i think now's a good time to take a quick break with our friends over at DraftKings. uh on the other side we will cover the eastern conference matchups um probably to less of an extent than these yeah ones, we we did dive a little bit more into calgary and edmonton because like we said we will be covering that on the thpn watch alongs which yeah be sure to tune in and come say hi and mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly so yeah we'll throw it over to DraftKings and on the other side talk about the eastern conference Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, let's talk about Florida-Washington first. 
Uh, Florida takes that series in six games. Personally, I had seven, but um, yeah, I mean, hell of a showing by Florida. First playoff series win since 96, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Nate. Yes, that is correct. 96? Yeah. So again, we weren't <laughs> we weren't even around then. So um, that's, uh, yeah, that, like historic for the, the first yeah. time in not only our lives, but in Vegas Golden Knights and Seattle Kraken history and a bunch of other teams too. Someone actually put that in the... Nashville, Columbus. Yeah. Minnesota Atlanta too, Thrasher right? is technically their dead uh so mm. winnipeg jets yeah trying to think of some of their expansion teams actually yeah. the the top comment here the last time the panthers won a series here's some things for you tupac and biggie were still alive this is <laughs> sorry by the way this is user wintercom on reddit um independence day was the number one movie in the world with a young perfect up-and-comer named will smith as its star Ooh, do we have to censor that name now? Welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, here's a good one. Dunkaroos could be found in your local grocery store. Dude, I miss Dunkaroos. Uh, it says in brackets here, apparently they're back. It's pro- It's got to be a States thing. If if you guys have Dunkaroos down in the States, you, I, I, will, I don't care how much it costs. I want you to send up 40 cases to Alberta here. Well, DM us and we'll give you our address because I want I want Dunkaroos again, man. We can we can order them on Amazon on Canada, like for Canada. Oh, nice! <laughs> That's uh, yeah. We we might have to do that. No, no free advertising. <laughs> no free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Dunkaroos, uh, Goku is fighting Majin Buu in Japanese. Um, I, I did watch Dragon Ball as a kid, but I, not enough to remember what that means. <laughs> uh, the N sixty four was released was released oh geez yeah uh the spice girls gave us specific instructions if we wanted to be their lovers and the <laughs> house hippo debate and de- debuted in canadian homes oh, house <laughs> hippo, he loves peanut butter toast <laughs> yeah right fact, like like for a commercial about false advertising that's that's Dude, our, man. our american that's listeners man. right now are so confused about the house hippo we, we, we're uh, gonna have to do was, that for a future what's quacking because like it oh, just 100%. hits differently it but, does. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I legit just, thought it was real until they brought the commercial back 10 years ago. And then as an adult, right. I was like, oh, holy fuck, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But I'd be mean, like, you're, you're just like, like a little kid. You don't quite understand it. Just to yeah. give like a quick recap mm-hmm. for our American listeners. Yeah. It was this uh, commercial by the government of Canada about false advertising. Right. So this whole thing is talking about like this house hippo as if it was a real thing. And like it would, you know, like sleep in your shoes and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like to make nests out of your sweaters and enjoyed peanut butter toast. Like, yeah. So, but like it, like they made it so real, especially for, you know, like when we were little kids kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, as you grow up, it's like, oh yeah, that's what, that's what it's for. So, but yeah, that's, that's the, the legend of the house yeah. hippo. Yeah. It, it was like a government ad that was like, don't believe everything you see on TV was kind of like the, the message there. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if you said that or not. I, I kind of tuned. Oh, yeah. Out. Like, I was yeah. Like thinking false advertising. Yeah. 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 I, I feel yeah. like that commercial needs to come back again though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> don't believe everything you see on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TV, the Anaheim yeah. Ducks subreddit. Yeah. Anaheim Ducks subreddit. <laughs> God, we are tying things back together this episode. <laughs> this is so good. Oh God. Like the, this has got to be my favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> <Love that. laughs> um, and then, yeah, there was something, 
what was I? Oh yeah. Oh, here it was. Yeah. So the, the Predators, the Wild, the Thrashers slash Jets, Blue Jackets, Golden Knights, and Kraken. Yeah, I think you you said all the teams. Um, oh, going around the go. last time Florida advanced. So, jeez. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, Florida like making it a little hard on themselves having to do like two comeback games yeah, <laughs> to right. take the series as well. Yeah. And. Oh man, honestly, I I watched the tying goal for Washington in Game Six to send it to overtime. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a high stick. Uh, the Caps show—I can't remember the name offhand, but like Polly and uh, Hockey Troll. Yeah, you guys can hate me and tweet at me all you want. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a high stick though that should have count shouldn't have counted, but. Um, yeah, Florida gets it done in six, though, as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I would have been very surprised if Tampa had, or not Tampa, sorry, uh, Washington had pulled it off and advanced. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, um, I guess let's move on to, I, I don't have anything to add really to that. So we'll move on to Toronto, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay takes it in game seven, um, but not in like a, a choking kind of way for the Leafs. Like it was oh. a, th- this, the Leafs could have had this game and this series, honestly. So, well, and they could have had it back in game six and it, uh, in yeah. Tampa, it headed to overtime and it was like a shot or a rebound, uh, shot really that Jack Campbell, like got a massive chunk of that, like just kind of trickled over the line. Yeah. Um, and yeah, game, game seven just didn't really go their way. Obviously, a two-one uh, win. We were, we were talking about this. I remember uh, at like the start of the playoffs, though, and especially seeing how the series went. I would be honestly extremely surprised if any major core piece was traded, mm-hmm. and if any, um, you know, personnel of you know, like Sheldon Keefe, head coach uh, Kyle Dubas. Like any of them were fired. Yeah. This is the one time like it again, if any other team um in any other circumstance that the Leafs lose to, uh a hundred percent, you know, there there is probably a fire sale going on. Yeah. But you took you, you had a very even series with the two time defending Stanley Cup champions. This is honestly like, yes, it's five years in a row of first round exits. I get it. But this is the one time where you go, you know what? We stay toe to toe with them. This is a team that if we were playing literally anybody else. Yeah. Like it honestly, like if they were facing the boogeyman of the Boston Bruins, Mm -hmm. they're not having an issue. They're moving on to the second round to play Tampa or somebody else at that point. Yeah, you're so. right. Uh, yeah, honestly, I think the only other team that the same thing might happen to would maybe be Florida. But like, even yeah. then, like Florida got taken to six by like a pretty, like banged up, no goaltending Washington Capitals. Like, I don't know. I think Toronto might have even beat Florida. So yeah, like mm. I, I know I was kind of the other perspective. Like, no, if the Leafs lose in the first round this year, I don't care what it looks like. They you got to do something. You got to, you got to either blow up the front office or blow up the core. Like one of those two things needs to happen. But I, I've entirely jumped ship on that now. 
like, <laughs> like I, I know that the whole thing with the Leafs is like, man, like they've been so close all the time, but they just like can't finish. Like they lose game five or they lose game six and they lose game seven and then that's it. They're done. And like, yes, mm-hmm. they lost game six and they lost game seven, but they went to overtime in game six and game seven was two to one. They lost to Nick Paul. Yeah. Like they shut down Stamkos. They shut down um, Kucherov. They shut down Palat and Point and Hedman was very quiet in, in game and, seven. And, and I'll throw they, out there. They beat Vasilevsky once as well. Like, Yeah. And, and I'll try to get into Maple Leafs fans uh, good books again after the last episode saying Michael Bunting shouldn't even be considered for the Calder. Um, it was 100% a missed call in game two. And uh, like the 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 joke kind of going around of Twitter on Twitter of uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs lose Game Seven two two, right? It's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent accurate. So mm-hmm. the the officiating, unfortunately, uh, for Game Seven cost the Maple Leafs the series. I feel so, which is unfortunate, yeah. especially coming from an official myself. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't have uh, like that cr- insane of an influence on the game that you're not even playing in. So yeah. it's, unfor- it's unfortunate when it happens. So yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, also all this to say like credit to Tampa Bay as well, that they are oh, still going yeah. fucking strong after three. Well, yeah, basically three years of uh, mm-hmm. just playing lights out hockey. So yeah, they're, um, they're about to play their 10th round of playoff hockey in three years, actually less than three years. Yeah. So that's mm. insane. Actually, with with Vasilevsky too. Um, actually, Toronto beat um, Vasilevsky, the first team to beat Vasilevsky in a clinching game since I don't know. It's been a long fucking time. Anyways, mm-hmm. it, it was something like basically ten, no, not ten games worth. I think like ten periods worth or something oh, was geez. like like Vasilevsky like had not let in a single goal. Yeah, and. Until uh, until Game Seven, I think Toronto was the first team in any of those playoff series. Oh, if I'm remembering this correctly, this is where someone can fact check me and mm-hmm. don't believe everything you hear on TQR. <laughs> uh, I believe the Maple Leafs were the first team until Game Seven to score at least three goals on Vasilevsky in each game. Oh, wow. that's an accomplishment in itself. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, to to go back to what you said, like. Obviously, this team can't get it done because, like, they're probably going to have to go through Tampa Bay or an equivalent um, next year to if they want to get it done and win the cup. But so something needs to change. But like you said, I think Dubas stays. I think Keith stays. Yeah, Matthews, you, you Marner, the, Lee, Lee the Lander, Campbell, like all those those main pieces are staying. You, you're just shaking things up further down yeah. the line again. I mean, maybe you maybe you swap like a Nylander for a similar equivalent or, or something like maybe you see a trade like that, but it's not like, okay, Marner's gone. Nylander's gone. Matthews is gone. Tavares is gone. Like maybe one of those like depth top six pieces, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If the deal is right. Yeah. You swap it for an equivalent type player, maybe at another position or something, but like, or just to shake up the dynamic. I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, it, it's not going to be 
like you said, a fire sale. I don't think. Yeah. I, I've completely switched my stance on that. Although yeah. it is hilarious that the Leafs lose another game seven, and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Honest, honestly, like, this is the one time that I actually feel for Leafs fans because like I was saying, like the Leafs are gonna fucking do it. It everything just looked promising for them. Yeah. So, yeah. To to the point, honestly, that even I put money down on Toronto for Game Seven. So, oh wow! Yeah, it wasn't much, but yeah, I, I did. So I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, I think they'll do it. But yeah, um, this series I actually predicted right. I did have Tampa in seven on the TQR bracket. There, actually, I think in all my brackets again, I had that. But um, how did how did you do? Uh, I had Toronto taking it in seven. Okay, so you had the games. At least. Yeah, I had the games right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we get a, <laughs> I mean, in, entirely overshadowed by the Battle of Alberta now. But now we have the Battle of, you know, the state of Florida. Yeah, so. that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch. The that's, that's two high flying teams. So yeah. and solid goaltender. I was goaltenders on either end as well. You get star power up front, and on the back end. Like mm-hmm. this will, yeah, this will be a good series to watch. One hundred percent. Barkov was really quiet last series. I think he comes out in this mm-hmm. series. And like, so you're going to have Barkov, Huberdeau, um, Verhege. I'll throw him in there because he had a phenomenal series. Like, yeah. you're going to have those three guys going up against like Stamkos, Kucherov, Point. Like, that, that's there's going to be a lot of goals in this series. Oh, yeah. 100%. It'll, well, it'll actually, be... maybe not because like, because you got Vasilevsky and Bobrovsky. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's, a tough series no matter what. It's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, I have Tampa in this one. Um, I guess they don't do game like predict the number of games past round one, but mm-hmm. um, I think Tampa in seven for this one. What do you think? Nah, I could see six or seven for this. I'm honestly not sure. I want to see game one, I think, and that'll kind of determine if yeah. it's six or seven. So, yeah. who do you have winning this? Because uh, I well, I guess you had Florida Toronto winning. So who did you have for Florida? I I had Florida winning. Okay, uh, that series. So gotcha. Do you think Florida is good enough to beat Tampa, or do you think Tampa is just gonna keep going on a tear? See, now I thought, oh man, because it's okay. Well, the 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 Lightning know how to do it, but yeah. at the same time, it's kind of thinking about well they've played a lot of hockey it's gonna catch up to them at some point mm-hmm. i want to go with florida takes it but okay. even in saying that i'm not 100 percent confident yeah so <laughs> yeah right it's like you want to say that like oh tampa's got to die at some time but yeah. like do you really want to bet against tampa like okay let, let's say you you had ten dollars and you will wanted to bet on this series who was going to win it would you be comfortable betting on florida yeah i think i would okay would you be comfortable betting on tampa yeah i still think i would <laughs> okay <laughs> well that wasn't helpful but <laughs> no it wasn't, but yeah i think if you just left it at the at the first one of, are you yeah, comfortable fair. betting on florida yeah I'm, okay. I'm comfortable not sounds good it does yeah. it doesn't feel like a long shot so yeah, no, fair enough. Um, let's move on to the Metro then. Uh, Carolina, Boston. Um, I had Carolina in four, so at least they won the series. But <laughs> yeah, I had Carolina in six, and even that was like, okay, this will that'll be the longer end of the series. This should not have gone to seven games, in my no, opinion. Absolutely, absolutely not. Um, but I mean, 
same thing like Boston, like same thing as Pittsburgh that we'll get to in a second there. Like they're they're hungry. Like this could be their last. This could be Bergeron's last chance. It could be yeah. Marshawn's last chance with Bergeron. Um, kind of the last chance of this core, I think. So they they weren't going away. Um, the injury to Ranta, I think, really cost them. And then not having Anderson as a backup as well hurt mm-hmm. them. But, I mean, now they have Ranta back. Anderson, it sounds like, is going to be back for round two, game one. Um, so, I mean... That changes the whole dynamic. Yeah, exactly. interesting. So I, I think if they had both of those goalies for the whole series, like, yeah, it's probably Carolina in a lot less than seven games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just with the goaltending, it it kind of hurt them yeah. a little bit. So, um, and then yeah, I don't really have anything else to say, do you? Yeah, no, I got nothing else, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then Rangers take uh, the Penguins to... Um, well, actually, first, the Penguins took the Rangers um, to a 3-1... 3-1 series deficit, I believe. Yep. Um, and then the Rangers win three straight after Pittsburgh wins three straight to take the series in overtime of Game 7. Matt, if you are a Rangers or Pittsburgh fan, first off, thank you for listening to a Duck Center podcast. Uh, but also, man, the roller coaster of emotions on both sides. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was like straight up watching this and just... Like saying in my head again, the Pittsburgh Penguins will not fucking die. <laughs> no, no <laughs> but, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, uh, New York pulls it out. I had New York in six, so I wasn't yeah, too. too far off. Um, so I my uh, my my conference semifinal there of Carolina and New York uh, was correct. Okay. Uh, same with same with my Calgary Edmonton one. So it was just mm-hmm. one team in uh, in the other two. Right, because I had Toronto winning and I had Minnesota oh, winning. Otherwise, oh, right. I other yeah, I went uh, I went six for eight on the winners. So nice. yeah, actually for this bracket, I went eight for eight. I had Colorado, Ooh, Louis, Louis, Calgary, Edmonton, uh, New York, Carolina, Tampa, and Florida. The, this was like I said, I've done three different brackets, and so obviously I oh yeah, I, like, I'm looking one, I'm but... looking just at the at the TQR one. Yeah, so my yeah, uh, me too, but... I did one with uh, the guys over at Barnburner as well, and mm-hmm. uh, my entire East is already fucked because I had a Calgary Toronto final. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Um, so yeah, um, I'm. I'm honestly kind of surprised that the Rangers took this series because, I mean, it's hard to count out Crosby. Really? Malkin. Okay. Jari's had a good season. Like, Jari like Jari was out until game seven, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought, like, I, I thought, I felt like New York was going to win it. But like, at the same time, I was like, this could easily be Pittsburgh too. But I mean, yeah. the, Crosby was out for a couple games, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. wasn't Malkin suspended for a couple at the beginning of the series? Or was that at the uh, end of the regular season? It was the end of the regular season. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're right. Jari was out after. Because he, he played game. Oh, no. Actually, he didn't play game one. DeSmith played game one. And then Domingue. Yeah. And in, then so. Domingue went in in the second overtime for that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So, honestly, I think if they're fully healthy, they have Jari and DeSmith and Crosby for the whole series. Um, like... I, I don't think it's a seven game series, honestly. It's mm-hmm. um it's it sucks to say and I mean not to take anything away from the Rangers, but I think Pittsburgh would have won that series if they were fully healthy. Like injuries in a way gifted it to the Rangers. So 
Yeah, it definitely helped a little bit. But, uh, I mean, you did have also the seemingly kind of collapse of Shesterkin for the first few games um, mm-hmm. that gave Pittsburgh an, an opportunity there. Otherwise, I think yeah. New York has them by the ropes. So it, it's it's kind of a combination, I think, of the two of them. So. Yeah, no, fair point. Yeah, you're right. So, but. Um, Yeah, so... Carolina, New York. Um, I think this is where we're different. If I remember correctly, you had the Rangers winning this Correct. matchup in your bracket. Yeah. yeah, and I had Carolina. So um We'll see who's right. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be close. Again. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be a good series no matter what. The only thing I would change about it, and it doesn't even have any effect on the outcome of the games whatsoever. Uh don't get me wrong, they're great, but Carolina should be wearing their home jerseys, not their alternates. That's just my opinion. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I think like in um, the Florida-Tampa series, you're going to have two really good goaltenders battling it out, and you're also yeah. going to have some really good top lines. That I, I don't think they're as deep offensively, Carolina and New York, but I think, uh, yeah, I, I think that they, they have enough scoring potential that... It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, so. absolutely. It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I... Th- um, oh, actually, I wanted to jump back to Colorado-St. Louis. Did we... Uh, did we talk about who we thought was going to win that one? Oh, uh, I think we did. I think we both said Colorado, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you uh, have a number I'll, of games for that, though? I'll say six. Uh, uh, yeah, I think... St. Louis is well, still going to yeah. be a challenge for them. So, yeah. And they've always been yeah, good battles in the past, so... Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I th- don't think we did games for Carolina Rangers as well. I think that's another well, six or seven. I don't know. I'll, go, do I'll go. I'll go six. Okay, I'll go seven just to be different. Then, so there you go. But so yeah, basically we're predicting more six and seven game series, which is gonna yeah. be fun. Man, I, I, I I just see a lot more six in in all of these. I I feel like somebody's gonna take an upper hand, whether it's. Um, you know, a home ice advantage, or like somebody's gonna find something that just gives them those two back to backs. I feel like, or or a key injury, like a key piece goes down yeah. as well. Because I mean, the first round was a battle for most teams, from what I saw. So, mm-hmm. I, I think a, a good chunk of guys are playing with injuries now, and in round two, it's gonna. I, I think we're gonna see more guys be like, okay, I need to actually like take a game off now. Yeah, so. So yeah, um, so yeah, that's where we stand. That's our thoughts on round two and on what happened in round one. Um, just in general, do you have any thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs so far? Uh, they've been a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. if, I mean, you're never going to be a hundred percent happy with officiating, but it's it's still a little varied. Unfortunately, yeah. kind of depending on what series you're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it started out really well, but it, it but kind it, of as it went later on, it started yeah. to separate itself from each from each other. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's been good so far. Uh, yeah, we got a battle of Alberta and a battle of Florida. Those are going to be the two series that I'm trying to pay attention to. I feel like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it'll it'll be good. So I'm I'm really excited actually to see how. Obviously, you have to watch these four series to see how you know the conference finals are going to shake up. But like, 
just seeing the teams that are available here, no matter what combination, you're going to have some damn good conference finals coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and you're going to have good storylines too, like Calgary finally breaking through or Edmonton finally breaking through, Colorado yeah. like potentially, you know, going for the cup this year, St. Louis like kind of another underdog story. Carolina breaking through, the Rangers riding Chesterkin, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, a three-peat, Florida for the first time fucking ever, like <laughs> actually like making a good push and having a yeah. legit chance. So it's well, not, uh, not not the first time ever. 96 no. they did go to the finals. I, yeah, but I wasn't born. So but, nothing nothing before oh, 97 right. even happened. In, uh, as fair far enough. as I'm concerned. Fair <laughs> enough. Fuck, fuck history books, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, except for the Edmonton Oilers five cups. Those those still count. But typical. 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 It's starting already. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how this podcast looks after a couple weeks. Um, one of us might be either dead or have decided that they want to move on. So. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're taking a break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. It, like no matter how it shakes out, like we're going to have some good matchups in the conference finals too. And yeah. all these teams are deserving of going on, on as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think, well, actually the better team won in six out of eight series. Like the only quote underdogs were St. Louis and Tampa, but you can't really call them underdogs either because they were so close to the teams ahead of them. Yeah, right? they were like they were third spot in their divisions, no matter what. So yeah, and yeah. It, it was like a close third as well. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, good playoffs so far, and like like the last few days have been amazing watching all the game sevens and. Oh yeah, it's um, been good. I, I, I'm looking forward to. I, I hope we get four more game sevens. Honestly, I really do because it's a lot of fun. Uh, being being a fan of one of these teams, I'll go for three. <laughs> I don't need that kind of stress again. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> I I sent out a I sent out a tweet that was uh it was a, it was the image of uh, Evander Kane holding up the seven, yeah. and it's like uh, telling my wife how many drinks I'm gonna have, like anxiously watching the game tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't want to be putting that out again. Pretty much, like I. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that wraps up another episode of the Quack Report. Um, Nate, if people want to bash your playoff predictions, where can they do that at? Uh, you can do that by... Okay, actually, first off, you can only do that if you had signed up for the TQR Bracket Challenge. If not, uh, it, it, it's like voting on anything. If you don't vote, you don't get to, you don't get to bitch about it. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you did go into the Bracket Challenge, though, you can, uh, you can, you can, you know, Talk at me or whatever at uh, at Tate Namas on Twitter T A T E N H O M A S. Yeah, and if you uh, want to know more about how the uh, draft order works, uh, apparently I'm an <laughs> expert on it now. So you can <laughs> tweet me at Carter underscore Potts P O T T S underscore ninety seven. Follow the show at Quack Report Pod Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch, and at Hockey Pod Net, the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube for watch-alongs where we will be doing our first one on Tuesday. We'll see you guys later.